0: And welcome back to another episode of Our Community. If you would, just take a quick second to click that like and subscribe button so I can continue to do this and provide you great local content. Thanks for joining. I've got a special guest here today, Ranser Huntington, a great friend of mine, someone very influential in my career, someone that uh, gave me a lot of confidence, motivation when I was a little nervous about stepping into my role. He's a great entrepreneur, uh, risk taker. And he's the man of my book. So, Rancer, welcome, buddy. Thanks for thanks for joining me on a short notice. Thank you. It's appreciative.
1: You're welcome. Thanks for having me.
0: Man, so not, I look at you and think everybody knows this guy, but, you know, there's people out there that don't. Just kind of tell us a little bit about you, bud.
1: Sometimes that's a good thing. Sometimes yeah. Stay low-key. Yeah. Yeah. Stay a little low-key. Yeah. But a lot of people know me in town, so that's for sure.
0: Tell us a little bit about your background. Where are you from?
1: Well, I was born and raised here in Richmond, Indiana. Little bitty house down there by the Old Boys Club. Um, I graduated from Richmond High School in
0: nineteen eighty. Um, that's I'm not dating, man. That's the year I was born. Man. <laughs>
1: I'm old, <laughs> real old, but I'm still here, and yeah. I don't feel that bad. So, a lot of people over the years I've known have uh, they're not here. So, I feel grateful every day I'm on the planet. So, it's a
0: great guy. Let's kind of discuss your role. What's your role in our community?
1: Well, I don't really think I have a role. I have a, a business that's state-line medical equipment. Um, we provide you know, hospital beds, wheelchairs, uh, lift chairs, ostomy supply, wound care, diabetic shoes. Um, basically, what we try to do is keep people in their home safely. Uh, if somebody's coming out of rehab, the home, uh, we try to get them equipment so they can stay at home and safely be at home. Um you know, I had a little jaunt with the golf course there in Winding Branch, and I like doing it. But I couldn't give a hundred percent to that and still give a hundred percent to State Line Medical. So, definitely sold that to move on to make sure I concentrate a hundred percent on the medical equipment.
0: Yeah, so a couple of things there. Well, I don't want to just brush over the golf course thing. I'm going to come back to that. <laughs> but how long? How long have you been doing the State Line Medical Supply? How long has that been?
1: Um, I believe. This January will be eighteen years that we've been in business in the medical field. Successful
0: business, good yep. for you, bro. Yep. So, so, back to this golf course thing. How does a guy get to where he owns a golf course? Not, I just, I just started playing, but you actually own the freaking golf course. Like,
1: well, me and the bank owned the golf course. So <laughs> <laughs> let's get that straight. Yeah. But um, actually, I bought the golf course. It was, um, I hadn't planned on buying a golf course, honestly, but a friend of mine. There was a. Um, aquifer underneath that ground over there and i thought that the government was buying up ground that had aquifers, aquifers underneath it and i thought i would be able to sell it to the government and still be able to have the golf course okay um well that didn't quite pan out like gotcha. i thought um so then i sort of got stuck with the golf course i had to pay every time got but you. i did a lot of work over there and it was started getting better and better and better you know, I actually thought about mismaking it farm ground because I could have sold it and made a lot more just on farm ground. You know, yeah. farm ground going for about $12,000 an acre right now. Yeah. But I didn't want to take that out of the community at Cambridge, you know. And the people that bought it are doing a great job with it. It's thriving. It's still there. Um, so I'm glad I didn't sell it. You know, it's, it's not always about money.
0: Yeah, yeah. What's it about for you?
1: Money, no. <laughs> no. Uh, I, I, everybody wants to make money, but you, you want to make it the right way, you know. Yeah. I don't want to step on anybody's toes. I don't want to take anything that's not mine. Yeah. You know, um, my grandma and grandfather they raised me, and they just taught me what was right and what was wrong. You know, yeah. if you do good things, good things will happen. And people always go, "How come you're so lucky?" And I said, "I don't know. I just believe I'm lucky." You know, mm-hmm. I try to treat everybody fair. Am I outspoken? Yeah, I'm outspoken, mm-hmm. but I would treat everybody the same, you know, mm-hmm. and I do win a lot of the, you know, 50-50 drawings, I do win a lot of uh, tournaments, yeah. but I believe I'm going to win, you know, just, I don't say it's arrogance, but I'm just confident that I will. I,
0: I, I think that you you breathe positive energy, and you will help help anyone, and I think that just comes back to you full circle, Those, you know, whether you hit a you know, a a contest like that or lucky card to win a jackpot or something like that. Mm -hmm. That just comes with with who you are, man. I think, you know, that's just you're just breeding, you know, positive energy and it's coming back to you for what you're putting in the community. So that's how I feel.
1: Well, like I said, I would like to give back. I like to give more sometimes, but I am still a small business and I have a lot of people that not depend on me, but they want me to donate, you know, so yeah. between baseball teams, between, you know, I donate to a Townsend Center, the Parkinson's, uh, the Cancer Society, um, uh, the Alzheimer's Walk. I mean, there's a lot of stuff out there and a lot of people that's not even there that need help that come in that maybe can't afford a hospital bed or don't qualify for a hospital bed. You know, we try to take care of those people uh, the best we possibly can. Or if they need a lift chair, you know, I keep some used stuff and mm-hmm. I donate it back to them. Um, it's not always about making money, but you got to make money to stay in business. Right. So, you know, I try to, uh, I want to say, and I don't want to say this right, but there's people that have it and there's people that don't have it. Yeah. So the people that don't have it, I try to, to make sure that they get what they need. Okay. The people that have it, you know, uh, they'll be able to get the equipment and stuff, prior to somebody that might not be able to get it or don't qualify for it or don't have the money to buy it. Yeah. So I just sort of look at them as I knew I grew up very poor. Mm-hmm. Uh, my grandma used to say, we're so poor we can't pay attention. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I always just try to give it back as much as I possibly can.
0: It's great to watch. It's great to watch. So, so, I mean, you've been in our community forever. You grew up here. You live here. And I know with a business like yours, I mean, you could establish – really a location anywhere and move anywhere. I know you got a couple other locations where you you may uh, vacation and live at. What keeps you grounded in in our community? Why why do you invest here? What keeps you here?
1: Well, I grew up here, so that's where my roots are at. Um, Years ago, my grandmother wanted me to to move to Kentucky, um, but my family was here, and I know it sounds weird, but my friends were here. My friends are my family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. you know. And I know that sounds a little weird. I've never oh. met my dad. I don't okay. know who he is. Wow. Um, so my, like I said, my grandma and grandpa raised me. Uh, but my friends was my family. And moving away from Richmond, that's never been a, a thing I ever wanted to do. Now I moved to Westchester for two years, and then I was like, I'm moving back. I'm just not a big city type person. Okay. I'm more laid back. And everybody knows me, and I know everybody, and I feel comfortable you know and i've always felt comfortable in richmond you know just who i am i guess
0: yeah yeah you know rance with with local business in mind uh, education business development employment opportunities with things like that in, in mind where would you like to see our community within the next 5 years
1: huh. man that's a tough question um what i would like to see our community in the next 5 years is that sounds mean but i would like to get the roads and stuff done so people have businesses people are not afraid to come here you know um people are paying taxes on their houses you know some of the areas that we need cleaned up you know our government needs to quit building i hate saying this too but we spend money on things that we could give to the community to help them with their housing and you know make their houses better instead of putting in real expensive bicycle paths. I mean, we got to figure a way to take and help those people out. You know, they're still paying taxes on a home, you know, while the roof's leaking, the um, the, the stove's not working, you know, and they're working every single day and not getting any help. So if you want to ask me what I think that we need, that's what I think. We need to help the people in the community, you know, that pay their taxes and try to make a living, you know, that are struggling day to day, Yeah, you yeah. know. Okay, okay. You know,
0: being here, being a lifelong resident, uh, I'm sure you've seen some cool uh, things happen within our community, cool events. What is one thing that you miss, one thing that you would like to see come back?
1: Well, like I said, I...
0: I know there's people out there that would like to see... Racks. I don't hear
1: that. Hear that. <laughs> well, I like racks, and I like powerhouse. <laughs> and a, yeah. I like to see an A&W that you drive okay. up, the drive throughs okay. up. Yeah. I, I like that. Yeah. Uh, but Richmond is sort of stayed, honestly, it stayed pretty true. I mean, the, everything is, um, there's a lot to do in a small town, actually, here. And people always say, there's nothing to do. Well, I was in Westchester, and I heard the same people saying the same thing. ain't nothing to do. Right across the street from my neighbors, he had mm-hmm. kids. So, I don't know. I think Richmond's done a, fa- a fairly decent job. Like I said, I just wish we could try to fix up some of the housing that needs fixed up to bring them guys up to a level where it doesn't look like you're on this side of town or that side of town. It looks like we're all on the same side of town, you know. Yeah. I if I was picking something. But as far as bring back something, maybe... I like the concerts that they're doing. I think that's a great. I love what they're doing in, in downtown on East Street by doing the closing the street off and doing the concerts and stuff and doing oh. the ice shows and I think that's really cool because I go to a lot of that stuff. I was just at the uh, Blast Under the Past this oh, yeah. last week and I have not missed one of those. So, and I think that's really cool. Things like that where the, all the community can come out and everybody can relax and get off work for a, a little bit of time. And just forget about their cares and their worries, you know, because yeah. it's getting tougher for everybody, you know, yeah, we need um, that. for all of us, you know. So it's good to get a breakaway instead of just going to work for 8, 10 hours or whatever and then, you know, struggling to pay your electric bill and your light bill and, you know, put gas in the car. So. Yeah, yeah. So,
0: Rance, you think about, you know, uh, your years here and, you know, your community involvement, uh, being an entrepreneur and a business owner, what is the one, what is the most memorable experience you've had being in this community
1: most memorable moment this is gonna sound crazy but (laughs) memorable moment was uh when my nephew Des bane got to be uh, got drafted by the nba that for me that was pretty cool somebody coming from richmond i knew his dad i his dad his grandpa i grew up with him and he was a very good basketball player. I thought one of the best I'd ever seen, his name was Robbie Willis. Uh-huh. And I thought Robbie was one of the best players I've ever seen or ever played against. And I played against Ron Harper, and I played against Raleigh Zobiac. And I thought he could take either one of them.
0: <laughs> Being a sports fan, so I'm going to someone ship gear. So what's your, what's your local talent basketball? What's your top five? Not just Richmond High School, all around. Oh, man. Top five. You brought Robbie Willis. Who else? Huh.
1: I would say uh, Jack Williams played really, he was a good player. Um, Woody was a good player. Um, this one's going to de- start some stuff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm going to be honest, Dez is the best. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, who would be another one? probably Gene Spicer. I saw him when I was younger and Gene Spicer always stayed in my head when I went to schools and stuff and seen him play. It's always stayed in my head that Gene, he was a good player. You know, so I would say there's my five that I like the best. Alright. Rancer. What, what
0: advice would you give someone that wants to get more involved in the local community uh, efforts but may not know how or know where to start? What would, you, what would you share with that person?
1: Well, there's all kinds of things that we do to raise money in this town. I mean, we have the Parkinson's Golf Tournament at the Elks. That's a Coming good start, up, yeah. you know, to help people. We also have the Walk for Alzheimer's. You know, Reed does a lot with that. Uh, we have the Townsend Center that's good for the kids and stuff. There's a, that helps out a lot of kids that are less fortunate. Um, there's a lot of programs in Richmond. You just um, maybe go to the Chamber, I guess, and mm-hmm. um, see what they've got there. But there's a lot of opportunities to help out other people in Richmond, Indiana. Trust me, we're a small community, and not like I said, I try not to say anything mean. But we're, this is a poor community. It's not like a rich community, like where you could go over to like Westchester, where I lived at. I mean, that was very well off. Uh, people don't even ask prices of a lift chair. They say, "Bring me a lift chair." <laughs> here it's mm-hmm. like going, "You got payment plans, you know?" Uh, and I understand. Trust me. Yeah. Uh, but a little different here. Yeah,
0: I understand. So. understand. Understandable. This one's going to put you on the spot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> told you not to put me on the spot. Uh,
0: if you can give our community a letter grade, A through F, like a report card, what grade would you give our community and why?
1: Man, well, you, make, you did put me on the spot, didn't you? <sighs> well, I haven't been a lot of other communities, so but I lived in Liberty for uh, 26 years, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd probably give us a B. B-minus, maybe. I mean, there's things that I see that I would do differently, but... Like what? I'm, well, <laughs> it's like when they were doing the road shutdown. You know, I'd have probably done it all at one time, and I don't know how the funding and stuff goes for that, but I know as a business, my road was shut down for almost five years, and that's on uh, US-27. You know, then they're shutting it down again, the bridge. Now they're shutting it on the other side. I would have thought maybe we did that all at one time, and, you know, this is going to be... Five miles of road that's mm-hmm. going to take, at the end of it, it's going to be about eight years. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they discovered the Wild West in seven years. So, I mean, they built bridges and everything else. Um, and I'd like to see us use our money differently. I don't know how those grants work or whatever, but like I said, help some of these people get their homes put back in shape so the roof's not leaking. You know, they, yeah. they work for those homes, they don't want to lose them. I just wish there was some way that we can give money back to people that needs work on their homes for mm-hmm. the, maybe the windows. And everybody don't qualify because I remember somebody say, well, you got that Humana. Um, they put the windows stuff. Everybody don't qualify for that. You know right. what I mean? Right. Um, so maybe guess get some of the housing and stuff fixed up a little bit we've better. Had,
0: we've had some of them come down. We need, we need another program where they get put back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah,
1: or if we want to do a fundraiser stuff, maybe that's something we do. And every year we pick a couple of houses You know, that we put windows in or put a roof on or, you know, that would be a a good project that I've always wanted to do is something like that. where We can raise money to help the people that are here, you know, that are right on that fall line where they can't receive any help. You know, they're on a fixed income, you know, where they make just enough to not to get anything.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Rance, are are there any upcoming events, projects uh, within our community that you're particularly excited about? Uh, that you would like to highlight
1: yes we have a couple one of them that uh, I fund it's the Townsend Center um, we're going to have be having a golf outing it started out six years ago and we started out we raised a little bit of money and next year we raised a little bit more money and, and it's starting to really catch on you know we started out with like eight teams then it was 12 teams last year I think we had 16 teams or 18 teams I'm um, hoping to get 25 teams this year I mean this year yeah. we you know, we did good, too. Like, last year, we raised almost 10000 That was pretty good, wow. considering it's a little bloody golf tournament, you know. Yeah, that's uh, pretty impressive. And we don't raise that money unless the people donate, you know. Uh, Townsend Center is all by donations. Shout so, out to
0: Townsend Center.
1: Yeah, they're all by donations. And Lucinda Wright, you can send a shout out to her. Shout out to Dr. <laughs> Lucinda Wright, a fellow board member. But they, they've got a lot of people on the board, and they're helping out kids that... You know, that might be the only meal they get, and we're feeding, I think, 62 kids a day. So, you know, then they got the um, Parkinson's tournament that's going to be at the Elks later this year. That's September 9th, and the Townsend Center Golf Tournament is October 6th, I believe, or 7th, October 7th. On Saturday, we still got openings, and if anybody wants to donate for our sponsor signs, we have uh, those are hundred dollars. Anybody want to donate some gifts? We give gifts away. I give gifts away for one hour last year, so I thought that was really cool. I wow. think if people got tired of me talking, but they <laughs> liked it. They said, "I've never give out that many gifts before," wow. so that was really cool. Um, we have a um, like I said, whole sponsors. We have a corporate sponsor. Uh, I think it's like 500 bucks, and we'll put you on all the signs on our website, on the shirts, so um, I said, if anybody wants to sponsor, the money's going to a good cause, it's going to help some kids, trust me. Yeah, yeah this
0: next question, I got asked, uh, I was, uh, my co-host at the time actually interviewed me, and I got asked this question next, and uh, you were actually one of the people on my list, uh, so as the most influential, so if Is there anyone that uh, do you like to give a shout out to that was either influential in your upbringing, your your career, uh, the path that you're on, someone in your staff? Who would you like to give a shout out to?
1: Well, it goes to multiple people, but I'd give a shout out to my grandmother and grandfather who raised me, taught me right from wrong. If I started messing up, they weren't afraid to give me that pop that I needed. (laughs) They only give that to kids this day, but I mean, it was. I mean, I stayed in line, you know. I could have been a, a bad kid. I've seen some bad stuff going around, but you know right from wrong. Yeah. And then I'd say the other thing that's sort of, I'm not where I'm at without my employees. I'd say my employees is my biggest shout-out. Okay. Um, you know, um, even... I'm divorced, but my ex-wife, you know, we started State Line Medical, and we, prior to that, we had a pizza place, it's called DNS Video and Pizza, and we had four of the, three of those. In Liberty, right? I had one in Liberty, had one in yeah. College Corner, had one in Brookville. Okay. And that was sort of how we got started in business, you know? Yeah. And the last person that I will give a shout out to, he's not here no more, but it was from Vandor Corporation, his name was Bill Barth, and he, um... He put me under his wing when I was designing the cardboard caskets there at our Elder Davis. Um, okay. So I'd say a big shout out to him because he was, like I said, I never had a father figure really, so he was pretty much my father figure, and I was at a young age, yeah. so he taught me a lot of stuff about business. So wow,
0: humble man, humble humble beginnings, and um, gotta be. I'm very thankful that we'll call you my friend, bud. <laughs> I think yeah, we'll call you my friend, friend too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, So, Rance, thanks for joining me today on another episode of Our Community. It's been great hanging out with you and uh, getting here on a short notice. It's very appreciative. Thank you. Please hit that like and subscribe button so I can keep bringing you more local content and putting more people in your face that you may have not uh, known about. All
1: right. Thank you. Thank you, bud.